So here I am, as you can see, the sun is rising over Sydney. Uh, we did that classic race the sun. Um, yeah, so it's a good feeling. It's always a good feeling on this moment. Everyone sort of comes together because the film set is a tense place. There's a lot of pressure to beat the clock, to get everything done. And then at the end, everyone just relaxes. You get to see people's true selves without being in a pressure cooker. What's going on? Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm doing really great. This is such a thrill. Uh, oh, thank you for having us. For us, too. And Jason, I, we met about uh, two years ago on Halloween Horror Nights on the red carpet. I don't know if you remember me or not. It was kind of crazy. Oh, very cool. Very cool. <laughs> and last year, get this, you, we had the Us Haunted House there, but you didn't show up. I was so disappointed you couldn't make it last year. And I, 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 I was with my little, 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 little baby, I remember. Oh, were you? Oh, well, yeah. I went oh to that old chestnut. Yeah, putting out the baby excuse. Yeah, buddy. And I called Funko because you had a pop made of you, and they it wasn't ready. I was going to surprise you on the red carpet. They sent me the uh, photo to give to you. Oh so, shoot! Like, like, is Jason coming? Is Jason coming? And we didn't know if you were coming or not. So I would have loved that. I know. I had to send it back because they thought yeah. I was trying to scam him. I'm like, no, 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 no. I know I, he was going to be there. So oh god. <laughs> So are you guys still in shock at the success of The Invisible Man? Not just moderate success, but just, it's a phenomenon. It really is. <laughs> I don't know about Jason, but I'm always in shock if anything uh, you do connects with people <laughs> in the film world. I mean, it's, it's so hard to make a film and then the chances of it connecting with a large audience are so slim that I still find it surprising, yeah. I mean, I can't recall a movie that was nothing what I expected with such a big title and a legacy to it. There was a lot of pressure on Lee. I feel like people, there was so much baggage around, I mean, there's baggage around the Invisible Man specifically, but also around the monsters. And, 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 uh, and I feel like, um, you know, Lee was the pressure cooker. And, and to answer your first question, anytime a movie works, it's a miracle. So I'm always surprised and happy. <laughs> yeah me too and tell me about your dynamic your director producer relationship on the invisible man tell me what's your guys' secret you know we've worked together almost 10 years this is like our seventh or eighth movie together we have a we're personal yeah. friends and um mm -hmm. and professional business partners and that makes it um like 900 times more enjoyable to work together mm -hmm. and uh i also think it's more productive like Lee's not worried about hurting my feelings. I'm not worried about hurting his feelings. <laughs> Definitely, Lee is the artist and the creative um, force behind it, but he's always listens to us. Sometimes our ideas are dumb and sometimes they're not, but he's very receptive to the good ones and he throws away the bad ones. And, you know, it's as good as a partnership as, as we have at the company. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think, I think Jason's being too modest with the the notes and the input that comes from Blumhouse. Like, you know, especially when I was working on Upgrade, the film before this, the, the notes and the thoughts, they're, they're so um, helpful and healthy. You know, there's a lot of this mythology around dumb notes or the, the, the film executives or the suits are trying to ruin my movie. You know, with Blumhouse, it couldn't be more of a collaboration. I really like working with Jason and, his film executives, their ideas are so great and make the film better. Um, and 
I just like, and it, and I think Jason and his company, they get rid of a lot of the clutter of the movie business. There's so much clutter. There's so much bullshit. <laughs> and I think Jason keeps the overhead low, literally and figuratively. So you know everybody. It's very familial. It's not a seven-story building with hundreds of people and you're like uh, meeting the marketing person for the first time. It's all very familial and everyone knows each other. And I just like it. It's, it's how I prefer to operate. You know? And with the movie such a success, uh, did you have much involvement with the DVD? Did you do some extra special things for the fans? Well, I certainly, I love special features myself. Um, my, my, my wife can't understand this, but I really love watching behind the scenes B-roll and documentaries about the making of a movie which is mystifying to her. She's, she's like, she loves movies. She's like, but why do you want to watch them make the movie? And I'm like, you know, so I was really pushing for something on this, you know, to, 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 to uh, some sort of look into how we did it. And, and Universal was great at, at accommodating that. And there was a Universal film a few years back, a couple of decades called uh, Amazon Women on the Moon. Have you guys seen that movie? Yeah. Wait, and they wait. do the return of the invisible man with Ed Bagley, where he injects himself with every known chemical and he thinks he's invisible and he comes down to the pub and everyone kind of plays along like, oh my, how did those checkers get destroyed or, or something like that? So that I is remember Amazon on the moon. Was, this was from the 80s, right? This is an 80s. Yeah, it's from the 80s. And also one of my favorites is Memoirs of Invisible Man with Chevy Chase and John Carpenter's. And I just yeah. think that's a brilliant take on it too. So what you did with Invisible Man, the new, it's just, it's amazing how you take that premise and just take it and make it your own. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, what Jason and Blumhouse do, does as a company is kind of modernize genre films and make them relevant to today. Um, you know, films like Get Out, I think, moved the conversation about horror. I think, I think Get Out is one movie that actually moved the needle on horror and made it more acceptable. All of a sudden, it's at the Oscars, which is something that a decade ago was unheard of for horror films to be in contention at the Oscars. So Jason's moved that needle. And I, and I think for me, it just made sense to make a movie where the character was scary again. You know, horror films are very functional. If you can scare people, then you've done your job. So, you know. <laughs> and Jason, uh, is Friday the 13th still in legal hell? Any update on that? It really is, but uh, it really is. But, uh, but, that, but, I, but I, that doesn't mean I don't hope to someday. Someday I'd love to do it. Yeah, I'm Generation <laughs> X. I, I grew up on those films. And Halloween Kills, I am so excited for that too. I, I'm a big Halloween fan. Oh, good. Well, it came out great. I can't wait for people to see it. Wonderful. Well, guys, thanks so much for talking to me today. And uh, I, by the way, big love for Upgrade too, Lee. I love that film. And uh, come visit us in Las Vegas when you have a chance. When I we uh, reopen, we'd love to have you. Well, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. 2024. <laughs>